Sydney's number one podcast, West Underground. Welcome to another episode of West Underground. Today we have none other than the Denny's joining us. Denny's. Oh, uh, look, look, Jack's been mind fucking me the whole time. We've been, we've been. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, look, I was even confident I got it right. Yeah, um, you are that confident in your voice. There, I did. Didn't you? I was going to lead him with it, but um, <laughs> you fucking mind fucked me. Welcome to the show, boys. Anyway, we are joined by the Deanies. Cheers, Cheers. We've just had a big Cheers, conversation boys. off camera about uh, the UK, and it's made me feel really homesick now. <laughs> really homesick. So, you boys, English and Irish. Welsh. Scottish Mixture as well. of everything. Who's Welsh? Me, I. Sheep shadow. My watch is talking to me. It just came up Wales, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Where about Wales are you from? Swansea. Swansea? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My brother went to uni in Newport. Oh, we yeah. had a nice out in Swansea. Fair play for moving to Australia. So, how, how did you, obviously all different accents to an Aussie one? How did you all meet? So, um, I've known James for a few years now. We went to different schools, mm. and we kind of we had mutual friends, didn't we? And we had like the same taste of music and that. And then when COVID happened, I don't know because obviously it was fuck all to do. So we were just like, I was just writing a few stuff, and then we went for a pint. I was like, why don't we start like just jamming? Mm. You I came to one of my gigs in my old band, and I think you were scoping me out. Oh yeah, no, I did. <laughs> yeah, I was scoping you out to be fair. Yeah, but I thought, you know what, we're into the same tunes and that. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, we'll meet up and do some covers. We were doing like a few. First one we played together was the View, face for the face for the radio. You have a face for the radio, mate. The View, love that band. We love the View as yeah. well. Um, and then we were just like chilling out. And a couple of weeks later, I went on a night out to this club in Perth called Geisha, which is like a heavy like house club. Yeah. A lot of people go there and just get absolutely off their heads. And then I was out the front having a fag, and then Shane come up to me. I was thinking, who's this lanky twat? And he was yeah. like, I, was like, I like your tattoo, because I've got a Stone Roses tattoo. And then we got chatting about music. And then, yeah. Here we are. And here we are. <laughs> I messaged him like two weeks later saying, lad, if you fancy it, um, come over, we can jam together. Mm. I was like, if you know anybody, bring them down because me and Gilly were thinking of starting a band. And then he brought Lloyds, which is great. And then it was just the four of us for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, we um, didn't have a drummer for ages. We didn't ages. have a drummer for ages. And we were playing like, we were just doing little covers like Whistle for the Choir by the Fratelli. Nice. Yeah. We did a really like shit cover of Boys Don't Cry as well. Oh, <laughs> mate, yeah. Horrific. Yeah, because it started out, Lloyd was lead guitar, Shane was rhythm and Gilly was bass. And then we were, after that Boys Don't Cry one, we were like, this ain't fucking working, is it? Like, <laughs> boys do cry when they hear this. So there's five of you, right? And you were all born overseas in the in the UK. Yeah. And um, you've all you've all somehow fucking ended up in the land of the convicts. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, like, what what brought you all to Perth? Like, I just want to hear the backstory of how you guys all got here. 
criminal records. <laughs> I was um. They still paying you to come over? Yeah, he got, he, he got he got done for stealing a slice of cheese, and yours yeah. a slice of bread. So we got shipped over. Nah, um, families. Like our mum and dad's just bought us over. And I think I was thirteen. You were thirteen. Twelve. Twelve. I think. And then how old were you? We were seven. I was 16, five. Yeah. He was. We man was. So five. He, he was five. Really? So you all came with parents? I thought you were all yeah. backpackers. No. Yeah. Yeah. I knew your clothes were too nice to be backpackers. <laughs> There's no stains. I knew they were too nice. That's insane. Like, so how, how, and it's crazy that I've never heard of you until I met Drew in a bar. Yeah. And he was serving me, I've got to say, he bought me the best pint of beer I've probably ever had. Made a cracking cocktail. Cheers, thank you. <laughs> and uh, so His head's uh, explode now. Yeah, and then yeah, we had, we had a good conversation for a good 10, 15 minutes. That, to to piss everyone else off, it was in the queue. Yeah. <laughs> and then I heard you that. And it, it's mad because since that, when you told me the name of your band and I've looked you up and then I've been listening, I was like, thank fuck for that. Thank God I like an afternoon pint. <laughs> it helps, doesn't it? It gets you in situations. <laughs> but it does help. When I saw you, I was thinking, you, in my head, I was thinking, you're the spitting image of um, the drummer from Blossoms. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought, yeah. <laughs> the ugliest one. <laughs> <laughs> Same Appreciate Barnett. that, yeah. It's a ladies' Barnet, that's what it is. That's what it is. So, obviously, he's over there at the minute. Uh, he played the show last night. Yeah. Where was that? Where were you playing us? Oxford Art Factory, or Oxford Art Gallery Factory. Yeah. Factory. Did Factory. you like it? It, yeah, was it was good. Yeah, it's cool. cool. Probably one of my uh, favourite sets we've played. Yeah, it's, it's, a nice, it's a really nice room, now, I think. Yeah. It's in front of a crowd like we've never played in Sydney before, have we? Yeah, so it's first like, ever gig to see Sydney. a crowd that we've never played, probably haven't really fucking heard of us. And then yeah. to all actually like, get into the tunes and stuff, like, I was fucking sick, man. We yeah, didn't know what to expect at all, did we? Yeah, yeah. apparently the lads from uh, the Sooks, the band who supported last night, mm. they were saying like, after we played, there was like all our mates and shit were coming up to them. And like, oh, what's that band one before? What's the Instagram? What's the Spotify and everything? Ah, so everyone was like trying to chase us down, so I think. It's a good way to get your name night. out there. Like, obviously, Spotify's massive nowadays, but like, just gigging. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just go to different towns or cities, whatever. Obviously, it's hard for us because we're in Perth and yeah. there's only so many venues in Perth. But the Perth music scene's great, but it was just, it's nice to come over here to like, Ranch just, out. yeah, just get our name out there a bit. And the lads we supported, the Sooks, like, top lads, really mm. good bands. Do you know um, much about the history of Perth? The history of Perth? Yeah, you've had a few big bands come out of Perth. Oh, music-wise? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd say James will probably know the most about that. Like, there's t- obviously Tame Impala, Spacey J, and there's massive bands. But even before, like, there's there's loads of, I mean... Bon Scott from ACDC grew up. In Excess. Oh, In Excess from Perth at all? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, really? What? I have music I thought it was um, Sydney. No, it's not like... like um, well. So, my, no, the Farris brothers and, and Michael Hutchins went to school in Perth and then they were like, yeah, well, we can't... There's only fucking so many places we can play in Perth. Mm. We might have to trek it on down to Sydney. And they came down here and they were living in a, a suburb away over in Padstow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the three of them all moved together? Or, or four or five Move from Perth to here. I guess you can never tear them apart. Anyway, boys. <laughs> hey, hey, come on now. No, it's, a small, it's a small city, but we've got like, I was just saying to Lloyd, the, who's the lad who played uh, the Joker? Oh, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger and Hugh Jackman, they both went to Whopper. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, yeah, I think so. yeah. And then, well, because Hugh came and went to NIDA down, right. down here, so he would have moved. I didn't know he was from Perth. I knew Heath was from oh, Perth. He might not be. He yeah, went, he to, went s- to university. He, he studied oh, there. He, he might not be from there. Yeah. Rolf Harris is from Perth. Hey, that's one you can bum, keep. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Nobody's arguing on the Rolf Harris one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Peter yeah. Rolf. Oh. Bugs of Tokyo as well. They're from Perth. Yeah. yeah. 
No, it's because uh, it's because like Perth. Obviously, when I, when I met you, Drew out there, it was, it's a very it's full of palmies in it. Let's face it. Like uh, up north, it is yes. Yeah, so yeah. Like we're we're located yeah, like forty five minutes to an hour north of the city, um, which is predominantly a lot. There's a lot of Brits. Mm. I think outside of Spain and France, Perth, Australia is the highest populated British expats or British immigrants. Yeah. So um, yes, yeah, loads of Brits, quite a few South Africans there as well. Um, mm. But then the, the closer you go to the city, you get your different kind of areas. Like you've got like your Italian area, mm. Macedonian, Greek, Dianella's like mm. a Serbian area and stuff like. When it comes to the mm. football, Jesus mate, it's fucking big rivalry. Just, yeah, like everyone comes down for just it. Just out of curiosity, how come Perth's getting a New England? Like what's 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 kind of bringing the Oh, what, why are people leaving home? Yeah. Because it's Perth. Oh. Why that? That's a whole other debate. I, I think when, when, when you're in Perth, and like you are, I think if I'd have went there first, I'd, I'd, I'd live there still. Mm. But you get there and it's sunny all the time, there's a nice climate, beaches are beautiful, women aren't bad to look at, <laughs> good drinking culture, you think, yeah, I could, I could stay here. Mm. And I think that's what people, because there's so many other palms and whatever there, it feels like home, but it's sunny. Yeah, mm. exactly. Which yeah, yeah. you get yeah, yeah. if you lived in Spain. Yeah. But there's no language barrier. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. Yeah. I mean, you still have bingos in the afternoon and that. <laughs> yeah. You know, roast dinner on a Wednesday, but <laughs> Perth just got that kind of thing about it. Perth is where like people, families go to settle down. Yeah. yeah. Have a decent life. You can make some decent coin out. Yeah. There. I think Sydney and Melbourne is where like for backpackers and whatnot, you go there to party. Do you know what I mean, mm. like, I've only been in Sydney for a few days, but you can just tell it's lively. Like, yeah. It's fun. So. And that's what I think when I look at all you lads. They look like a wholesome family unit. <laughs> <laughs> who, who care about those things? That's what I think. Lloyd's adopted. <laughs> <laughs> he was yeah, adopted. The total opposite, by the I way. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Really you feel very wholesome when you're all staying in a room we together. Hate each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Hot under the collar, but you know. Nah, it's healthy. It's like brotherly love. Like one minute we're fucking arguing and wanting to kick shit out of each other. The next minute we're all like laughing and yeah. talking and whatever. So. Like spending time with each other. Yeah, yeah. We love you. Really. Has, yeah. has there been any Barneys on this trip? Nah, not what, really. What, not, what, not, not real ones, though, though, <laughs> <laughs> Nah, not proper Nah. We never but, really have proper rows. Nah, it's never gotten like physical or anything. It's just Jesus. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that rock and roll, ain't it? Uh, nah, we just have like hated discussions, but it's because we're all passionate. Yeah. I mean, we're all into the tunes and that, and we all love like we're all in it. Do you know what I mean? So who's the Liam and Noel in the band? Like who? Who? Okay. Drew and Gilly, without a doubt. It's like a little married couple when they are. Yeah, I'd say I'm more Liam and you're more Noel, probably. If you had to, if you had. Yeah, because you're a chauvinist. <laughs> more he's a singer or the guitarist. Hey, hey, you could tell you went to a private school. words <laughs> <laughs> like chauvinist. <laughs> Big words. We can't talk. We went to the same school. Uh, I didn't even know. Yeah, what these two went to the same school. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then me and Cray went to you and Mindari went to public schools. Yeah. But Shane lives with me, so I'm used to dealing with Shane and his. Antics. Antics, yeah. Mm. So. Look, I, I don't want to say this, and I don't want you to take it the wrong way, but you are the most FIFA band I've ever heard. Yeah. And I mean that <laughs> as the soundtrack right. of FIFA. You know, like when, when we'd have been younger, this. FIFA football. No, no, FIFA 24 I, before the soundtrack's got shit. 
before they got, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, they, yeah. they did start going, because it was <laughs> something you'd look forward to, you know what yeah. I mean, what was going to be on. I always dreamed about it myself, like, if I can get me a song on FIFA. Bands like yeah. Catfish and all that have been on. Like, even even, they, even like, before that, I remember like. Vaccines was the first, first ever vaccine song was Wrecking Bar, Wrecking Bar. FIFA 11. No, but fi- oh. before that, mate, like FIFA 06. FIFA 07, I think. Oh, that's FIFA 07, mate. Yeah. Yeah. FIFA was how I discovered. Uh, Foles, Foles were on FIFA. The Clapsons were on there, like, that was how I discovered the Clapsons. Party. I remember I think it was FIFA 04, like the jam were on there mm. and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be that'd, that'd be numbers. I wouldn't on mind the, that. On the current FIFA, they've done like a 20 year thing now where it's all the older songs. Yeah, the greatest for the FIFA world. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's class. But yeah, he's, I've got that. It's that sound, and I'll be like, this should this should be on a game of FIFA. This. I'll take Thank I think you. When we first got together, and we were kind of like deciding because we all obviously into our <laughs> little different things, but when we said what we're we going for, you know that kind of era of like. 2005 to 2012 yeah. the UK indie yeah. like bands like Pigeon Detectives yeah. The View and all yeah. that we were like we wanted to be like kind of that kind of scene because yeah. we grew up on that like when we were like teen- young teenagers that was our kind yeah. of speak for we, yourself but you're so the Eric's and Wolfman and that <laughs> yeah. Pigeon yeah. You'd, you'd have fucking three songs on your phone yeah you'd have to infrared it to your mate <laughs> yeah, yeah. stand next to me for two hours yeah <laughs> I remember Take That Patience came out in like uh, 2006 have a little I was like send me that right now <laughs> Take that, I've never been mentioned on this podcast before. Uh, one of my favorite songs. Yeah. I love them. Robbie Williams is my hero. I like Robbie. I've, Robbie's the ba- all the right, bad man. boy of pop. I could never get my head around that. That was his nickname, wasn't it? The bad boy of pop. Well, Doesn't have the same do? punch. I, I'm actually going to see him when he comes to Perth. So am oh, I. Right. Yeah, got a ticket. Liam Gallagher called him out for a fight. Yeah, and I wish I that happened. Like, Imagine, imagine that going down. Or was it no? It was the Cuba Wars or Brit Wars twenty years ago or something. Yeah. But that would have been funny to see. Yeah, yeah. a charity boxing match or something. Th- that's exactly what I would like to see. I reckon Robbie would hold his own against him. You know. Yeah. You ever seen that? You ever seen that? That speech where he's like, "Under a grand of your money, under a grand of mine." We'll, we'll give it to charity. Yeah. 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 It's just the least. <laughs> Come on, Liam. Let's do it, Liam. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. yeah who's who's want to yeah. see that fight? I, I, would. See that I, fight. I think no. it'd just be embarrassing for both of them. It'd be like Jay and Simon in the in-betweeners movie. Didn't see you do just now. <laughs> Grow up. Yeah. Yeah. Be a good laugh, though. It would be mm. funny. I'd, I'd, I'd pay-per-view it. Robbie Williams oh, gets yeah. a lot of shit, right? But Robbie had his time, man. He did. Let me entertain you stands up as a fucking rock song. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, if you when you hear that song yeah. start, you go, oh, fuck, you're in for a treat, yeah. If you don't scream angels yeah, his songs with play your arm around your mate. Yeah, with your Feel. mates, yeah. Feel his songs play like a 21st, a 40th, a 60th, a 50th. What are your thoughts you on it? rock DJ? Belter of a tune. I'm not into it, man. It's the oh, video. Can on see the video? Can oh, yeah. oh, yeah. 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 skin off and that. Yeah, that yeah, used to creep me out when I was little, like proper. <laughs> Wait, what? He ripped his skin, skin off. Yeah, in the video, video for it. No. You've not seen the video. I've seen the video for it. He's so like on the stage. He pulls all his skin off and that, and all these birds like looking at him. Hugh, if you can put that image in there now, thank you. Gil's face over it. He's got a. He's got a song called "Me and My Monkey." Great tune. About him on the old Charlie, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Fucking unbelievable song, man. Yeah. I think I've showed you it before. Fucking unbelievable song. He's just, you know, he's he's a bit of a knobhead. Rob, if you want to come on, you're welcome. But <laughs> he's he's you know he's he's a he sits in history now, Robbie Williams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just he's on an advert recently for like was it Met? No, it's like a radio station in um, Perth or something. Smooth FM. Oh, he's on the smooth affair, man. Yeah, he's, no, he's on like an advert on TV for it, and it's him dancing in the kitchen or something. He came here recently, didn't he, for the AFL Grand mm, Final? Yeah. Apparently, I didn't watch it, but apparently he done pretty decent. Yeah, he, like. he had a mullet and everything. 
Well, in saying that, we had like meatloaf like the year before. God rest his soul, meatloaf. Is he dead? He's brown bread, mate, yeah. I work in construction and one of the lads calls me Crete Loaf. I'm all right with it, I live with it. But meatloaf looked like he was like, you know, any day he could have gone into cardiac arrest. Yeah, Even in his early days, like he was always a big bloke that looked like, you know, and just profusely sweating. It was like, um, what's the guy from the Blues Brothers? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's in uh, Ghostbusters. No, it's the other one. John Do you have a fat one? Belushi, yeah. John Belushi. Yeah. I just remember seeing Meatloaf in Rocky Horror. Yeah. 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 I love that film. Great film. I love that film. He did have some good songs, though, Meatloaf. I never really yeah. I never really got into it. What wouldn't he do for love? That's the only one I know. What what wouldn't he do for love? out of hell. Like I didn't really listen to him until he re- died and they, they started to get replayed and stuff. And I was like, this is cool. Like it's very theatrical, but you can appreciate it. Opera yeah. rock, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Opera rock, yeah. <laughs> you know, bat out of hell. Like a bat out of hell, I'll be gone till the morning gone. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. I'm not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the what? The heebie-jeebies. The heebie-jeebies. Ain't that a tune? It's a great name for a band. It is a great name for a band. You know, uh, oh, the Rifle's got a tune So, you know, what was the, the band with Alex Turner and Miles? Last, Last Shadow, Shadow Puppets. Puppets. You know the song, The Meeting Place? Yeah, oh, That's great. about That's a bar in Liverpool so, called yeah. heebie-jeebies. They used to meet there on a Thursday and go and have a beer. Have you seen there's a picture of Alex... Um, Shelton's heebies. Kicked me out of the toilets a few times in there. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mum. Just <laughs> you watching. There's a picture that I saw on Instagram once that uh, Arctic Monkeys are playing, and like must be just before they took off in like, mm. 2004 or five or whatever. And you see Miles Kane in the audience watching him. Yeah. And uh, was he in another band or something? Yeah, we're trying to remember the other day. After that sleep the other day. Yeah, I can't remember. He, no, he was the guitarist in another band, I think. Yeah. But I don't know what band it was. Oh, he's a great singer as well. Yeah. Album's class. Inhaler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's one of yours, isn't he? He's from Liverpool. Ah, he's from the... We'll we'll, 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 we'll claim him. We'll have him. We'll have him. He's, suc- he he's, he's successful he enough back, to, to be kept. We'll have him. Why is he not... Is he not technically... <laughs> he's from the other side. The water. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that like, Birkenhead? Yeah. But we'll take him because he's sold a few million records. He can stay. <laughs> and he used to look like... With mod barn in that, he used to look sharp. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he has a good career as well. He's oh, just no. not Alex Turner. Yeah. He never will be either. I don't think many oh, you know, you never know. You might want to watch this. We went to a, <laughs> we went to watch. Sorry, Miles. My watch, fucking listening. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'll take it off. Can you chuck it on that? T- no, don't. You'll throw it. Um, I went to watch the Isaac Monkeys in Sydney a couple of weeks ago. How was I heard it was pretty... The sound was a bit shit. Mm. And I think it's just because they don't have many gigs on there that time. Like, a year kind of thing. And the sound was just a bit off. But they were... When they played, like, AM and they played, like, a few of their, like, Humbug and stuff like that, it went off big time. Mm. But when he's like, there better be a mirror ball. <laughs> no one, no question. one gave a shit about that, man. Yeah. He must know. Yeah, I think ah, he's. I think he's. I think he's, he's doing the. Man, he's doing yeah, the Paul McCartney thing where he's did like, you, I'll just. I'll write for me now. Did you go see yeah. him when he came, Paul? Nah, I nah, went. You, and he, see, uh, you see Paul, didn't you? Yeah. Jealous. He goes. Uh, he goes. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna play some new stuff now. So uh, feel free to go to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> like he, was, he was like right on the nose. He's like I know they don't want to hear this, but yeah, you know. Well, it's it's but, hard. If sorry, man. If you think about you, like you writing songs, and then if people want consistently you to have that same sound. Mm. 
that's not fun for you boys. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. But it becomes what's expected. Oh, don't change. Don't change what you're doing because we don't want to hear anything different. Yeah. Stick to what you're good at kind of thing. That's the thing. They're not like 18-year-old lads in Sheffield. And no, exactly. Yeah. You know I mean? A millionaires. Yeah. Singing yeah. about mirrorballs. Yeah. 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 We, we always said, though, like we always wanted to make tunes that we want to listen to ourselves. Mm. Yeah. And we're going to have to keep that regardless of people like a certain sound or they don't. Yeah, it's, it's good to be versatile, though. Do you know what I mean? Versatility yeah. is good to attract different audiences. Like, you want to attract, I don't know, 45-year-old Steve from Blackpool, but you yeah. also want to attract his teenage daughter. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, like the tunes. Sounds yeah. a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you're going with this, Drew. Uh, I, was I, mean, I, meant, I, meant, I meant looking at Steve. I meant the music, obviously. Sure. Uh, if you're I 45 really, years of age and named Steve from Blackpool, give us a listen. <laughs> lock, lock up your daughters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's us cancelled, thanks, boys. Yeah. So, did you say you went and you saw Paul? You saw Paul? Yeah, yeah, when he came to. I think he must have done. He came to Perth, so I assume he came here. Well, I don't know what your, if your concert was the same, but there was one moment that was so funny and it like um, of that concert, and um, he said, um, "This is a song that goes out to my new girlfriend," and it's this, all of a sudden you see this this young kind of well, youngish girl compared to him, and um, he plays this song for her, and then he plays after that. Maybe I'm amazed about his other misses, but the one that he played for his new misses was the worst song I've ever heard by Paul oh. McCartney. Gilly, was it you who was telling me that he played Let It Be and it went on for like 12 minutes? Nah, it was the end of Hey Jude. It was hilarious. Oh. He was like, all the ladies now. And it's yeah. like, Dah. <laughs> And he goes, he does this thing. He does this thing as well where he goes, I want to hear the ladies now, 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 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, all the fellas at the back now. And he just keeps nine minutes. Just it goes, keeps going it, it and was, going. I started laughing at the end. Like, it was great, but I was like, yeah. that was the point. All the men wearing glasses. It was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like anybody who's had a bad day now. On and on. But yeah. it's, a, it's a tune, though. You can't Look, get sick of it. He's Paul yeah. McCartney, and he can do, do what he wants. wants. He literally can do what he wants. When he dies, I'm taking a week off work. It's decided. <laughs> I, I'm like, did, did you swatch his cast to me? How line said? Nah, unbelievable. It's on the airplane actually. Good. Unbelievable. Well, I'll have to watch well, it after. You can watch it on Virgin Airplane. You had the Glastonbury sets. One oh, of the yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was There'll be tears and chills going on on He's that plane, mate. If you watch that. He's still got it. How old is he? 80. Played oh. three hours. And then he like finished at the end. And was like, <laughs> Alright, thank you, Gus. And then you can tell he's up for two days, but it's that vegan diet. It's keeping yeah. it going. Is he a vegan? Though? He put a picture up oh, on yeah. Instagram. Hugh, if you can put that in here as well, thanks, Hugh. It's going to be a busy one for you, this. And he's, he's doing a headstand, and I'm like, he's eighty. Mm. <laughs> I can't even do a cartwheel. You could only buy uh, vegan food. It's it is gig. Really? Or oh, vegetarian? I think so. I remember like all the food stalls were all like vegan or vegetarian. Like you couldn't. Not that I was like. I went there to eat, but you couldn't get your hands on any meat. Yeah. I <laughs> know, oh, there's a, yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you walked straight into that one. I know, it's a low-hanging fruit, pick it. That's not helped your life. No, What's, not really. Uh, low-hanging fruit. What's Ringo <laughs> doing, Jack? What? What's Ringo do? Ringo, so they, they put, Ringo Play put a drums. video up the other night and they were at Stella, <laughs> Stella McCartney's like roller skating party and him and Paul were dancing. And I was looking at Ringo, and like, obviously he dies as air, but he's 84. He looks phenomenal. Yeah, he looks yeah. good, doesn't he? he he's looks, a bit older than 84. Yeah, uh, is he the oldest one? Yeah. No, him and John were the same age. Mm. I'm pretty sure. That's mad. I didn't know he was 84. Yeah. Yeah, and he looked brilliant. He looks all right for 84. He looks yeah. very good for 84. Did you take a week off work for him? Fuck yeah. 
Mm, Bingo, Bingo's kids won't even take a week off work for Bingo. <laughs> nah, it's a f- I, I remember he did the Jonathan Ross interview. Mm. Jonathan Ross was like, Hi, Bingo, you did me say if Jonathan Ross. And he's like, well, uh, oh well, I kind of miss the people, but that's that's it, really. I miss my family. And you're like, you know better, Ringo. <laughs> and then he got up when we got Capital Culture in 2008. And he's playing a gig on top of St. George's Hall, which was a terrible idea because nobody can see it. <laughs> it was just on screens. So we stood outside the building, he was up there, and I was like, come on, mate. To do the Abbey Road thing. Yeah. Just but even that, if you think about it, didn't work because people were listening, but no one could see them. You know what I mean? Is that the Beatles playing? Yeah. <laughs> Continue with your day. Yeah. Um, have, you seen, have you seen the clip where the, where the copper goes in and like stops it? Yeah. It's so sad. Wanker. He came out and said, it, on, on the end of the Get Back documentary on, yes, I think that's right which well, you yeah. can watch here because we reviewed that on here <laughs> boom thanks you uh, <laughs> the, 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 the like the copper got interviewed the, the copper who it was and he was like I didn't know how historical mm. that moment was I was just doing my job basically mm. he was a young cop when he, and yeah. he was just being told you know he's like can somebody stop that rocket up there it's too loud <laughs> no, it's the Beatles mate on the last ever time who, who's uh, who, who are all like your favourite bands? The Strokes, uh, Oasis, Pedals, number one. Oasis, two, Smiths. And you threw that Liam Gallagher pillow on the floor there. I noticed <laughs> that before. Yeah, so it's just so we could look at it. Yeah, yeah. one of the high flying birds, man. If you ask me, <laughs> fuck you, Liam. Exactly. Yeah. No, we all we all got quite a similar taste, to be honest. Like if mm. he, if, he, if we picked our top five, I'd say at least three of them would be in the top five. Mm. Like, for me, it's the Smiths and the Libertines. Do you guys have any favourite bands that um, are outside of the UK? Yeah, well, well, maybe the Strokes. The Strokes. Strokes. DMAs. Tame Impala. I'm a big Mac DeMarco fan. And I don't think many yeah. dudes like really. Yeah, you've seen the way he's dressed. Uh, <laughs> a white t-shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah now. Nah, um, you like the drums and that, Mac DeMarco, that kind of scene. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I like killers. a bit of uh, American Love indie. Love the Killers. Yeah, the Killers. Killers first album. Hot Fuzz. Um, Hot yeah. Fuzz, that's a film, mate. Hot Fuzz. Murder, murder, murder. I get a Cornetto. Great film, by the way. That is a great film. Different yeah, album. We do. We're not. We're not that cliche. We do like. Well, I suppose we are a little bit, but we do like bands from outside, like the UK and Ireland. Mm. Well. Yeah. Just yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just growing up around it. You know what I mean? Like just kind of embedded into you, especially when your parents like my old man's like like a mod revivalist in the sixties. Um, in the 80s, sorry, and um, so was mine. I still, it, I, my, my dad gave me his Parker, yeah. That's what I mean. And my dad used to play the small faces like Steve Marriott was like mm. gods, mm. and then Paul Weller and the Kinks, the Who. So I kind of grew up on all that. And then obviously, when you get into like secondary school, you discover other bands like the Monkeys and Block Party and yeah, Fratelli's when they were about and the Razor Light, that kind of thing. space. Light. I was waiting for what he used to mention Razor Light there. No, Johnny, I think Johnny Burrell, what was in the, in the Libertines when they first got together? I'm pretty sure he was. I, I, I read this thing like no, Pete Doherty like sparked him out once or something. Yeah. Mm. What Pete? I think Pete. Oh, I don't know. I think Pete and him had a scrap once. A bit of an unsavoury character at times when he Pete. He Mate, was Pete's like Mark. Didn't like he rob? He robbed Carl Barrett, didn't he? Yes, he did. That's why. That, that's why he kicked him out, isn't it? Kicked isn't that what? Um, what's the song we covered? Um, oh, what a waster! No, no, what a waster! It was. Um, Carl Barrett's old band. Oh, dirty pretty things. Remember? Yeah, pretty bang bang, bang, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. We covered that once. Yes. That's about, isn't that about him robbing? I don't know. 
I think so. Oh, probably That's a tune, though. We yeah. covered that. Banging tune. Mm. Well, yeah, I forgot we covered that. I think Pete just, yeah, I think he just obviously like he's changed his life around now. He gets a hard time for being a bit buxom, but he's you know he's alive. He's not. Yeah, he's not. He's not on heroin anymore. He's sorted his shit out. We saw him. We, me and Drew went to see him in uh, was it July? Oh yeah. So when we were back home, um, I love the lib. So I was like, fuck it, like let's make a bit of a go of it. So. I drove, so I'm from like outside London area, and I drove to, uh, was it West Bromwich, where you're from? Birmingham. Bur- I don't know, fucking <laughs> know, do I? What's it called? <laughs> Birmingham. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a particular place in Birmingham. Wolves. Yeah, Wolverhampton. No, I picked him up from Bur- Birmingham, and then I drove us to Glasgow to stay at a mate's flat, and then we caught a train to Edinburgh and watched the Libs, and mm. yeah, it was quality. Yeah, they ain't lost it one bit. It was unreal. It's for well, that, actually, there the was all. there was that bloke in the crowd who said he'd seen him five times, and that was the best time he'd seen him. And he saw him back in like oh two, three. Mm. So they must have been crap then when they were but all they've, smacked they've, out. The they've still got that chemistry, haven't they? Him and Carl, like it's yeah. still there. Yeah, he's yeah. just you know they're not on heroin anymore. <laughs> they just go for everyone. Don't really, you don't really get many bands now that are proper rock and roll. Do you know what I mean? Kind mm. of that scene. Like tonight, I'm thinking like the last kind of. Like Libs and the Kasabian were quite rock and roll, like yeah. Surge and Tom and that. And they, they were my favourite band for years. They're the Kasabian. best live band I've ever seen. They were uh, I, I remember going to watch them, it would have been like 2013, Summer Solstice in, in Leicester, and they were just unbelievable. Mm. Absolutely unbelievable. Obviously, Tom Means having a bit of a comeback now, isn't he? After all yeah, that shit that went on yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, I've messaged them about coming on here, we'll see if that happens. Yeah. yeah. That'd be come, come and tell us your story, Tom. <laughs> 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 yeah, because he's not in it anymore, is he? No, they kicked him out. He had a. I'm not sure what the ins and outs are, but yeah, you can matter. say anything as long as you say allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm staying out of it. <laughs> Stay out of it, man. If I speak, I'm in trouble. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, they were. I went. I saw them. At, you probably saw them the same day as me. Big day out. Big day out, mate. They mm. were and they played fire, and they made everyone get down. And when it was like, oh, and then the flames <laughs> yeah. and all that, it was. I was oh, like, oh, and Surge just looks cool as fuck. Like, yeah, got the best bar in it. Like, yeah, it's got I had that bar in it for a bit. Yeah, the old oh, one. Oh, really? It's good at football as well, yeah. isn't he, Serge? Yeah, goal he's got a charity yeah. match. Yeah. yeah, and the soccer. Oh, the soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's tireless. Through the old Wembley. Sorry. Yeah. What did What did you used to do with soccer? Um. Our single Lonely Paradise that, mm. that got played on Goals of the Week. So yeah, you know they did like the Goals of the Week yeah, yeah. across the leagues and yeah. that got played in that, which is probably the highlight for me. Like so, oh, so far. Do you, do, do you know what Tucker AM is? No. Uh, I suppose you would. So at home, it's every Saturdays half ten till mm. twelve or one o'clock. Used to be all day, didn't it? Four hours. Yeah. Four hours. Yeah. Been, like. It used to be on all day. Check me on. Love Joy, that's what I used to oh, do. Tim Love Joy used to do. I love that. Um, but that was Got like right that on, a, on, a, on a Saturday. That would be on like most of the morning. You just wake up, you know, like you finish school the day before. Watch that. You get into your weekend. You might have your breakfast on. Mm. Beautiful. And then they'd have bands on, and that's where you discover all the, the bands. bands yeah. They'd have bands playing on it, and then they'd be playing bands music, like as you were saying for fucking whatever the goals of the weekend are. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you discover the new music. And they literally have always had their finger on the pulse mm. of what's yeah. next coming out. Mm. So for you boys to get that must have been a massive fucking... Oh, it was we unreal. Were, we, was were, unreal. We, we, were, we were on tour with the old Mervs when we got the oh, email yeah. saying yeah. that um, 
we were going to be on it and we were just like, holy. Probably yeah, the coolest thing that actually happened when yeah. we were getting ready to watch DMAs. Yeah, we're, we're all at like a pub. Yeah. yeah. DMAs and DMAs. Everyone's just saying this. When we found out, we just finished our set in Market River. Supporting old Mervs, and that was a sold out. I think it was a sold out show. There's a lot of people. There's like the river. Um, we found out about Soccer River. There's like 500 yeah, people. That there. Was, yeah, that yeah, was. And we got off stage. Yeah. We were fucking buzzing. Just first gig in Margaret River. We get the email. It's like, oh, your song's been selected. Been goals of the week. We were just like, mate, fucking. It was Lems everywhere, mate. Yeah. Knee slide studio drum. Tables getting flipped and shit, man. <laughs> and then yeah, we went to go watch the DMAs. The day it was actually on, we were in, sitting in this boozer, and then all our mates back home were just messaging us, like sending us like videos wow. a bit. We were just buzzing. So. I'm confused. I'm getting confused here, guys. I want to just like understand the timeline because I feel like we're 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 jumping around. So you guys like put your band together during COVID, mm. yeah. And then then you've obviously written a like written a bunch of songs and you've gone and recorded some stuff. Mm -hmm. And and then how did you how did you start to you know get some momentum behind the band? Like how did you get to doing the tour? What was kind of the yeah yeah um, so. Yeah, COVID kind of stemmed us to get together. Yeah. Um, initially, we didn't think much of it. We just thought, you know what, COVID, fuck all to do. Get, we're into the same music. Have a, have a few beers, play some tunes, you know what I mean? Just hang out. And then we'd done our first ever, like, I wouldn't say gig, but our first ever like live performance together. I had a house party at a house I was renting um, and we had it in the garage. And where the garage was, it was like a big laneway. Mm. So I was just invited like loads of my mates to come over and that. And there must have been about 80 or 100 of them in this, packed in this laneway. And we thought it was like, it's pretty fucking cool this. So we just, we done our first ever gig. Cause a few, we had like two of our own tunes mm. and then the rest were like covers. Cause it was our first ever. And then we got asked to play, we got asked to support a band uh, or like an electronic duo. What were uh, it called? Um, Ruiner. Ruiner. That's it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, at a, oh. like a little bar called El Grotto in Scarborough. Um, and we were the opening bands. Um, so there was another band after us called Spicy Water, who we're friends with, a really good band. And so we were opening, and we just kind of said to all our mates, we were like, oh, we're doing our first proper gig. So I was like, just come down, like, come support. Even though we're opening, we go for a few drinks after. We didn't really expect the turnout <laughs> to be as good as it was. Like, so we played first, and the venue was full capacity and then there was like loads of people in line to come watch us and that and then we were like fucking hell we've got a bit of momentum here and we played the gig and it went really well and then since then it's just kind of progressed mm. um, and then we've done our first launch so the first the first thing we released was called Life Goes On and we had a B-side with it called Local Bird um, and then we released our next tune which was called Forever and we had our first actual proper launch I didn't know what a, like really a launch was like a single launch to mm. promote your songs you know what I mean so we uh, done our first launch at the Indian Ocean Hotel, which is a great venue, like Big Ups Indian Hotel. We go there, we play quite a lot. A lot of Perth bands play there, it's a mm. great scene. Um, and yeah, the launch done really well. Like we sold loads of tickets. I think we nearly maxed it out. Like it's 400 capacity. We think we got like 350, 380 or oh, something. It's close enough to call it sold out. That's what yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So that went really well. And then we got an email off, um, <coughs> off a bike called Rob uh, Giovanni. Giovanni. I think it's Giovanini, I think. Was it? If you so want to be. Rob Gio, for sure. Rob Gio, yeah. <laughs> Rob G? Yeah, big, big up, up big Rob G. G, yeah. Um, so he emailed us saying, I'll really like Forever um, and like seeing your numbers that you put in at like, these gigs you were doing. <coughs> it's just like fancy, like, I don't know, like a FaceTime or a Zoom call and you can have a chat and all this. So I was in England at the time. It was, I think it was like in June or July last year that we got that email. Um, 
So I had to get up at like half five, six in the morning for the time difference and went outside and only me and Craig were available. So we, uh, we FaceTimed him and he was just chatting about the band and he thought, he said he thought it was quite romantic how we're all from Britain and Ireland, but we live in Perth, we met in mm. Perth. So he then, since then, like he's kind of looked after us in a way, he said, oh, if you want Charlotte's coming over, do you want to support them in Perth? Wow. Or Ryder coming over, do yeah. you want to support? And then, yeah, so since then it's just kind of progressed. I think then, it was yeah. when he emailed us about the forever one, that's when we were like, shit, like we're actually turning heads a bit. Yeah. That yeah. was the one that sort of really gave mm. us that. Yeah. Bit then, of more boost behind us, built the momentum. I'd yeah, say. and then we released Lonely Paradise and then that's the one that got I think Lonely Paradise was the one that shot us up a bit more, especially in the UK, because that song for quite a while we had more plays and streams in the UK than we did Australia. Mm. Mostly from it being on Soccer AM and then we were supporting these UK big bands that were touring. And then yeah, and then Old Merv's done that tour and then we supported them and they we love old boys, top boys, like the best thing about the You were probably expecting a one sentence answer there. Sorry, or yeah. Like, yeah. No, 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 no. I am happy. I'm, I'm really trying, happy I'm trying to not up, keep yeah, up to date with where it's this is this is what I kinda of wanted to know, which is <laughs> yeah. what, what the yeah, what don't the, mug me off, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely <laughs> Manola, <laughs> Because I feel like as just kind of sitting here, like the story's jumping back and forwards, back and forwards. Yeah, we and haven't like, really explained I'm just, I'm j- I want the listeners to be able to kind of just have a bit of context of the thing, because it's like, oh, we started a band and fucking we're on tour tomorrow. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is Which is quite motivating if you're out there and you're a kid wanting to start a band. Yeah. That's not it. how it works, though, is it? <laughs> yeah. That first gig at Old Grotto, though, I'm just thinking about that now. I remember coming off stage and it was like, you see all your friends who managed to get in the pub at the end and it's like, oh, what do you think? And they're like, we didn't, couldn't get in. Yeah, loads there of them loads yeah, stuck outside, but arguing with the bands and trying to get in. Like, we I think we might have overdone it that night, but it was good though. No, it was great. No, it was great. And I'm just like, it was like, geez, like that many people showed up. That's when we realised, oh fuck it, let's take it a little bit more serious then. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah, at that point we were still just kind of not. We'd not only released about, two tunes. Yeah. It was more like casual, just for a bit of fun at that point, wasn't it? Because also when it comes to work, like so James and Lloyd are nurses, so they work like night shifts and stuff, and trying to get together is a bit of a ball ache. And then Shane's. The best car salesman in WA. And I'm then, really not, but thank you for the compliment. He sells overpriced cars to middle-aged women every day, so it's great. <laughs> and then, I'm glad my mum and dad are leaving Perth anyway. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Del Boy over there trying to sell a, a Fiat. Exactly. Uh, Del Boy. And what your you work with? I'm a disability support worker. Oh, nice. Yeah. So do that through the week. I just work at a boozer. So. so it's not paying the bills yet. No. No, it will though. Fingers crossed. I think it will. That's the aim of the game, isn't it? But it's fun, though. We just enjoy it. I, I like what you said there about the guy saying it was romantic. About mm. the, you know what I mean? Is it all from somewhere else? Yeah. And to be That's in Perth. That's another thing. Like when, when we talk to like people who have come up to us after gigs and stuff, and they're like, "Oh shit, you guys are like, pretty decent," and like you have a chat to them, they're like, "Oh, so like how long are you in Australia for?" And we're like, "Nah, like we live here." Yeah, like, oh, they, they think we're on tour from. And then they, they, then you say, oh yeah, we've all been out here like fourteen years, and then we just met up, started doing it. They're like, oh shit, so you didn't know each other back home? Like, mm. Nah. Yeah, we like, get that a lot, a lot of like, oh, how people are you like here really for? blown like, away at the fact mm. that <laughs> because we're from the UK, we should have known each other back there. Yeah, we didn't. yeah it's like, only small. We're all from the same village. We always say though, it's like the start of a joke. It's like a Scotsman, a Welshman, an Englishman, an Irishman start a band. Yeah, you walk into a bar. You walk into a bar. One of them. Denny's. <laughs> What's up, Denny's? <laughs> yeah, because I remember sp- I remember speaking to you, and I was like, "So, are you all like residents?" Because like I I think if I 
of as if you were all backpackers. You know what I mean? Mm. That's a fucking stressful thing to be in a band yeah. with people you don't know. My bands are constantly on to me like, when are you getting your permanent residency? Because if you have to go, we're fucked. Yeah. So you, it's like that added pressure of it. Mm. So it's cool that he's all like, your parents did the right thing coming over here, man. Mm. No, that was 100%. I think it was that time as well, as well yeah. like 2006, 7, 8, yeah. 9, a lot of shit time back home. And yeah. Global financial over. crisis, everyone lost their jobs back home. Was and there was, a, there was a lot of um, policemen from the UK getting recruited over here. So oh, that, okay. that's how we got out here from our dads working in the police back home. So your dad's a coppers, yeah? Pigs, yeah. Mine used to be, he left it quite quick. Did he? Yeah, he realised there was another side to life. Didn't like being back in uniform, so... <laughs> I like that. Fucking policemen, dads, rock and roller kids. <laughs> <laughs> Could, couldn't like couldn't have went more against the grain there, eh? <laughs> yeah. Nah, so, it, was, it was like, I think that was, it was around that time where they just, it was like the biggest... Like, I came initially in 06. And at that point, I think it was like... There was a recession, weren't they, back home? Yeah, and they were just... Everyone was just... It was like... The amount of people I knew at the time that were just... You know, planning on or, mm. you know, working on moving out. It was wild. It was either Australia or Canada. That's yeah, that when, was it. Yeah, that's I knew the Brits people, are like, yeah. oh, we're going to Australia or Canada. Have you seen Canada? It's decriminalised cocaine. Or they have in British Columbia. I've seen that yesterday, I think. You're allowed to carry yeah. two and a half grams on you. Really? Yeah. yeah. And the police will give you... So Canadian, this... We give you a little leaflet and it's like, drugs are bad, okay. Keep your drugs, but it is this little card, just so you remember. What? Yeah, British Columbia in Canada. How can they? Well, I suppose it stops crime, but yeah. that's interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't know Brits moved to Canada, because in Ireland it's either Australia or America. Yeah, there's loads yeah. of Scots in there. Yeah, there's loads of jocks Canada in Canada as well. Yeah. Canada's, Canada's fucking, by all accounts, awesome, man. I know a lot of people have went over to Canada and absolutely love it. I went on a holiday a few good few years back and I loved it. The people are so nice. Yeah. Like genuinely. You get a hard time, the Canadians, but yeah, I was gonna say they're alright, aren't they? Yeah, but I think the Canada I think of South Park. Yeah. Blame Canada. But I remember we were asking I asked the bloke for directions, like I was like, buddy, looking buddy. for a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And he goes and he's like, Oh I'll walk you there, eh? And he just he turned around from where he was headed yeah, okay. just to walk like rather than go he's down there on the left he goes I'll show you like I will sh- I will how old were you at this time was he Rolf Harris yeah, <laughs> yeah he, was, he was on the run at the time <laughs> but no I love that place do you want love to talk to go about back. it hmm? on this teddy bear where did he touch you <laughs> here no it was, uh, yeah no it's a cool place you know the, you know the money's got scratch and sniff on it What's that? Scratch so like, and sniff. Yeah, yeah. So it's a maple leaf. On the on the note, there's a maple leaf. If you scratch it, you smell it. It smells like a maple syrup. And I'm not making that up. Fuck off. It sounds like an urban myth, and I thought it was until I got there and. Rolf Harris showed you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was how he got me Scratch in the van. Sniff, <laughs> <laughs> like maple syrup. So you want to smell some syrup, kid? <laughs> Get in the van. <laughs> no, it was cool. Cool place. Where uh, so, shows wise in the UK. That must be on the agenda. That must be oh, without a doubt. on the way. That's, yeah, the, that's, 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 that's our the next goal, hundred percent to do. Even if it's just fly over, do a gig, and that's it. It'd be so little... good if you did it with an Australian flag behind us. Yeah, people cool. will be like, "What? What's going on? Who's your Britain? Nah, yeah. we're Australians, mate." <laughs> 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 Fuck off, where was he? Yeah, this one sounds like down under. <laughs> yeah, no, that is a plan. Eventually, obviously, like. We want to get more of a name of ourselves in Australia because mm, that's where yeah. we that's where we live and we're up like 
legalised Aussies now, do you know what I mean? So, um, legalised Aussies. Legalised Aussies is the weirdest way I've ever heard yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, legal. How did you get here by boat? We're decriminalised Aussies. <laughs> I, I, had the, I had the paperwork, mate, don't worry about it. No, but we're citizens. Oh, we're, all, yeah. we're all citizens, aren't we? Are you yeah. citizens? Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're yeah. citizens. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, get on name. Passport and everything. <laughs> more over East. Do you know what I mean? We want to get yeah. more on in more of Reese a little bit. Um, but the UK is definitely on the agenda. Um, whether that's end of this year, maybe sometime next year, whatnot. So who's the manager? We ain't got one. We have no, one no, now. but I know that. But in terms of like internally in the band, who, you know how who everybody, you everybody has a secret role. Have a savvy guess. Guess. Wild guess. We all actually, in all fairness, we all chip in, don't we, in different ways. I don't. We do. I just show up and play. Yeah, he's, yeah, he, he's a face of it. We just show up and play, so... <laughs> Like it's, I, just, I think it's maybe because I've got the most amount of time because I just work at a bar job, do you know what I mean? So I just kind yeah. of dedicate my spare time to organise everything. Mm. Um, yeah, you, yeah, you, you need do. someone to organise it because if you don't have a manager, then like, it's going to shit, do you know what I mean? So mm. you need to sort things out. But, yeah, but yeah. we all do like little bits and bobs like here and there. Yeah, like you look after the finance, the finance side of things so, yeah. and whatnot. So yeah, mm. it's, a, it's a team joint effort. Nice. And who writes most of the songs? That's all joint, joint as well. It's joint, joint, really. joint, yeah, yeah. Like you're writing, you don't, there's not one of you comes to the oh, sessions yeah, like a yeah, melody. We all, we all, sometimes we all go, oh, I've been writing this, or we'll never, but I've been writing this. Like when it comes to the, the lyrics, it's mostly me and Shane, and then the music is normally the other, the other lads. The blokes who play instruments, mainly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, there's nothing are. wrong with a front man that doesn't play an instrument. You know why? Because he's playing the art strings. That's what he's playing. <laughs> yeah. He's playing the crowd like a fiddle. Was that when we first when, when we first like called for a pint and you asked me to start the band and I was like, oh yeah, cool. What do you play? And you went, I've never played guitar before, ever. So and I went, okay, who else? He started teaching me, so I just I can play basic chords now. But mm. yeah. Yeah. I remember like my next follow up question was, oh cool, who else you got? And he's like, and I'm like, this is all right. <laughs> this, yeah, this is a good band. <laughs> this is from yeah, yeah. scratch. <laughs> like we yeah. are a duo. <laughs> yeah, Simon and Garfunkel. Over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I did write like Local Birds, the first ever song I wrote. Um, was it really basic? Where'd you get the inspiration for that? Local birds. Um, <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> no, one of my good mates, um, Ben. His name's Ben. He's, he's from Bolton. And from Bolton. He's from, he's from Bolton, and um, he he was just on a night out, and he ended up going home with an older older lady, and um, apparently she's very local like she's in this she's in the same booth all the time and whatnot and yeah he went back to hers and saw some i think he like tripped over like some kids toys or whatnot and he was just like oh this is too much for me and then he left how old was she i think she must have been like early 40s or something maybe late that. 30s but yeah no and then and then i was like who was it and then he said oh she's just some local and i was like oh, got the idea from it local birds so it came from that you had me worried then when you start when you when you started off the story with ben like I was, I was thinking like, is this a facade for local blokes? I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that's where I got the uh, idea from, from that. And then, yeah, that was the first song I ever, I'd ever, I'd ever wrote. Um, yeah. Was you a bit nervous showing them? Um, you showing I, a I guitarist? I don't think you were, you know, because no, 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 me and Shane came over and you were like, this is what I've nervous. written. And he yeah, showed Shane us like the <laughs> foundation of it. And like, I had the lyrics and pretty much yeah, rough idea of very how basic. I just, I just showed him the kind of, the structure. the structure of it and I was just like and, uh, what do you reckon lads and you take it away and do your own thing I think you said as well that was like your first time ever singing in front of people and it was me and Shane showing us oh that. yeah I was singing in front of the lads I was I got more nervous singing in front of you lot than I did our first ever gig do you know what I mean because I didn't want them to think oh fucking hell we're starting a band and the lead singer's wank 
We still think that now. I don't like singing without a microphone. Interesting. It makes you know if we were like if I'm in a room and I'm jamming. I don't like that without a microphone. It makes I feel like too expert. I feel naked without singing into a microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Weird me out. Yeah. I think these must think you're a good singer though. Well, I, I think you're a good singer. Thank you, man. You know what? When we first, because I've never, I've never done singing lessons, never studied music or anything like that. Yeah, um, you were pretty dire. You literally came into it knowing off. nothing about but it. You got a bit on. No, you. Yeah. Well, you'd like, never, you'd never been in a band before. Never, never been in a band. I just always loved music. I'm was never your wanted timing to throw good? him a compliment. Sorry? but I think it's was class. your was your timing mm. good when you started, or did you have to? What did you have to work on? Did you have to work um, on your pitch or your timing? Because it's either one or the other. I thought you, you used to tell me. I, we just start. I, it was passable. Do you know what I mean? And then I think as it's gone on, like I've just kind of learned to mm. control it a bit better. You find your yeah. own groove, though, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Who so. was who was you taking from? Because everyone takes from someone when they sing. Uh, Damon Albarn a little bit. Nice. Obviously, because I'm from down south and yeah. that, and I like. Uh, I always thought Damon Albarn was pretty cool, and um, yeah, I was tried. To, I didn't want to put on any accents. You know when people try and put accents when they sing in that. Mm. That's my idea. Like, sing with your natural accent. I like people who emphasize their own accent. <laughs> See, we we have this conversation quite a lot, don't we? Because I don't <laughs> sing like I'm a scouser. Yeah. Because my singing like a scouser voice. Is if I'm at a Liverpool game, you know what I mean. Yeah. Me and a Liverpool game, yeah, Jamie, legends. Me, me and a Liverpool game, and me at a gig. Yeah, different voices. Yeah, completely different voices. Because if I sang like I do at a gig mm. at the game, people are like, "Who's this cunt think he is?" Yeah, yeah. I like you know the choral. Like I like. Yeah. I, I yeah. think like. He's got a good voice. I like the call. I remember Stone, the band. Oh, you know, Stone, the Scouse band, band Stone. Stone. Yeah. The, 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 the lead like singer. Um, he's the son of the fucking the lead singer of Cast. It was the ba- Was he the bassist in uh, the <gasps> Lars? John. What's his name? Oh, John something. I, I don't know what his son's called. <laughs> John Stamos. John, John, John Stamos. John Stone. Stone John. Island. Yeah. Nah. Get the badge. Yeah. John Travolta. John something, yeah, cast, cast the fucking goods. Love, so the Lars yeah. as well, man. Do you like the Lars? Love yeah, Lars. 100%. Yeah. But yeah, he's, um, the lead singer of Stone is his boy. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, he proper emphasises his scouts accent. Mm. Like, proper. It, it just makes me laugh, when I, like, like, you mentioned Jamie Webster there. He's so scouts when he sings. Yeah. 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 I mean, Rotten trim. Yeah. One of the worst <laughs> trims I've ever seen. I think it's alright. It's a bad, it's a bad haircut there. Sorry, but yeah. <laughs> you know his story of getting big? How, how he got, like, so he was doing all, um, he played in Madrid, in Madrid Square, when Liverpool played at Let's Go Madrid in the Champions League final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when they played Tottenham, sorry, in the Champions League final. And um, he's doing all the Liverpool songs, and like the Virgil van Dijk song, and there's 50,000 people there. And, uh I can't Dave something he runs uh, Modern Sky Records who've got uh, the Laughams you know the Laughams yeah, 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 yeah. signed to them and Red Rum Club signed to them and a few others and he just met him by chance the guy who runs this label and then he was like alright have you got any of your own stuff and he was like yeah and he was like well show me all that because he'd go all around Europe for Liverpool games yeah. and he'd put events on Boss Nights I think they're called shout out to them and he'd go and he'd play all the Liverpool songs There'd be fucking hundreds or thousands of people there. Mm. And then obviously he had his own songs and he's fucking took off big time, man. Yeah, we, we, um, we've never met him, but we've become like, friends over Instagram because we love that music. And mm. that. There's a Scouse band called The Sway. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that really yeah. good. They're so good. Yeah, yeah. class. And they, uh, I think they make the James. They supported him in that. Mm. That was cool. Uh, and you like Spin, don't you? Oh, Spin's one of my things. Spin, yeah. Top five bands ever. Are they, yeah? I'm obsessed with them. I think they're class. I think we used to share... I, I can't... There was a place in... We were, like, in room four at this record... At this, uh, like, band room place. And I think they were in three. Nice. And the sa- I'm sure two of them were, like, audio engineers. So the sound coming out of their room, you're like, oh, my God, they sound so fucking good. Mm. And we sounded like a pile of shite. <laughs> but there's a good few bands, like I mentioned there, Red Rum Club, I don't know if you've heard. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, we've heard they're unbelievable, huh? Yeah, they're class. We, there are some great uh, bands uh, up there yeah. We've heard of it through this feeling because Lucy, who kind of looks after us um, back home, I think she, she she always promotes them, so I think she's yeah. doing the same with them. We were, uh, we were like that with them. Mm. And then they just fucking shot off. Yeah. And then I remember I'd moved here and my band had broke up and I was on instagram and they were like playing glastonbury and i went oh no yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah nah, it's good it's good to see though it's good to see bands getting out of there yeah, as well. well oh that's the same like with the perf scene like we love seeing our mates do well yeah like you've got such big bands in perf at the minute you've got we're, actually we're supporting them in february dice mm. dice um they've got i think triple j unearthed done like a recent post saying uh, the like artists to watch. Once to watch yeah. in 2023, yeah. and Dice mm-hmm. and Old Mervs are both on there, and we've support we love Old Mervs, supported them, and we're supporting Dice as well. Yeah, right. They're great bands, um, and you've got Ra Ra Viper, Dear Sunday, Humble Armada, Star. They're Arcana. coming over to um, East Coast, aren't they? Humble. Oh yeah, yeah. Old Mervs and Humble Armada coming over to Sydney. Yeah. Uh, you should go watch them. Yeah, get, get us in touch with them. Yeah, we'll get re- one, yeah, yeah, definitely. A really good, yeah. great, great lads, great sounds. The, the thing is with Perth as well, like. All the bands just get on with each other, and you yeah. kind of like just look out for each other, and everyone's like so supportive. Good scene. The music scene's so great. Good. Scene. Like, everyone just gets along. Like always mm. have a good laugh. There's a good piss up after as well. Yeah, <laughs> you need it. You don't feel like you're in competition with anybody. Everyone's yeah. just so nice. Do you know what I mean? I feel like we're out of we're, we're so out of the loop because uh, we're very much know what's kind of going on here in Sydney. Sydney's quite competitive and, as well, and um and and Melbourne, but like. The Perth is so far away that it may as well be almost another another Both country. Yeah, mm. um, it's one of the most isolated cities in the world, isn't it? So it's mm, it's yeah. it's nice to hear that like they've that you guys are all connected and you know. yeah, it's really it's cool because I remember like a few I was my old band like a few years ago yeah. when we were playing gigs and stuff. There was a bit of a I, I don't know, it was like not animosity, but there was something missing. And then when we've like come back doing this, you just know everyone just gets it's really wholesome. Like, mm, everyone just yeah. gets on. You yeah, know, all the everyone's bands come out and like they'll support you and stuff like that. Yeah, they come to your you gigs, share your stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like everyone's literally just trying to help each other out. I think it's a growing up thing as well. Mm. Like when you're 18, say it's a bit different because you you've got that competitive thing in you. But when bands do get on, as as long as it's like the whole scene, it's not just a couple of bands who are clicky. Yeah. Which I think Sydney's got. Yeah. Um, and I think it'll be good. So what what what's plans? What's happening for the rest of the year? Um, plan is to just release a few singles over the course of the year, yeah. kind of spread it out. Because we've only released like in twenty twenty one, we released two. Just literally. Did you do PR for them? PR no, campaigns. We've only done PR for one tune, yeah. which was Lonely. Huh? No, we didn't do Lonely Paradise. Lonely Paradise is the only one we've done PR for through Beehive. Mm. Um, which shout out to Beehive, like they've done a good job, like getting your name out there. Um, but yeah, it's the only tune we've done PR for. But we do plan on maybe doing it for like another one, maybe this year. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, we got we just released our first single of the year called Coming Home. Yeah, I listened to that on the way over, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah good. good. Oh, cheers. Yeah, it came out I think like two weeks ago now. Um, yeah, so we wanted to start the year off like fresh. Do you know what I mean? Get out early because we we want to release four singles this year, spread out across the year, kind of build the momentum a little bit, get more of a fan base, and then an EP early next year. Mm, mm. I don't think we we were discussing it. And we're like, should we release an EP this year? And we were like, I don't think we're at that level yet to have like an EP. We want to get more of a solid fan base first. Yeah, because yeah. you know you can tell when you look at your monthly listeners on Spotify, like we were averaging like I don't know five hundred, six hundred a month. Then after the recent one, now it's gone up to over a thousand, and we mm. want to kind of keep it steady, and just gradually get more. So, and hopefully, the singles we release across this year will boost that up a we'll bit. Grow, yeah. It's a singles market at the moment. Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. 100%. I feel like we're in you know the early days where like you would get forty-five records, except now everything's digital because mm. it's very much like that. You know, um, the only the only positive and good thing about an EP is you can. Get someone listening to I'm I'm gonna sit and listen to you guys yeah. mm. instead of if they go on that's why I like on Spotify you know where they have like this is and then it's, it's a select yeah, track yeah. from that artist you know what I mean it's like fucking greatest hits essentially but when you can do that I think it just gives that like sustained listening period to actually listen listen to it because mm. otherwise like if you get playlisted that's awesome but it's getting them to come back not yeah. just they heard that song and then then. Well, I see, because if you, you, like, if you listen again. to a tune and you like it, you'll go, oh, like, what's this on? And you'll find the EP and listen to the yeah. rest of the... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the EPs are going to be better now in, like, in the next couple of years anyway, because you all your EP will just be single, 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 single. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. we won't, like, I don't think concept albums will come back around until we can, everybody can figure out a way of putting together it visually like as a as a youtube thing or something like that that kind of tells a story throughout the whole thing mm. and the, and that then that's expensive to do so until we, we can to do that on a level where it's not going to cost you boys like 50 grand to yeah, make yeah. make a like a like an album that's coherently visually yeah mm, beautiful. i'm sure kevin parker's already doing it Oh, he Somewhere. will. I, I'm surprised he hasn't done it yet. <laughs> that guy with it. his fucking UFO lighting rig. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on B-sides? Love them. Oh, I love B-sides. No, not anymore. No? Not anymore. You're giving it away for nothing now. This is an argument we've had. You're giving, it, yeah, you're giving it away yeah. for nothing. We've got so many other tunes that like... But it's one of those like, songs that are like you'd put out as a single. Yeah, as like, a B-side. More like albums or Album fillers. EP filler then. Yeah, but it's almost like you're going, here's our tune and here's another one. Take the approach of, if you're doing an album, I think you should have four singles on it and then put what six of whatever else you want on there, you know what I mean? A couple of album fillers. You, maybe your progressive song, your rock songs, whatever. But I think that's it. With an EP, I think the same. I, I've a couple of singles on there that you know are singles. But I, I genuinely think if you're putting a, a single out to put a B side out with it, you've spent the same amount of money recording the fucking thing. Yeah. You're giving it away for nothing. Hang on. What about it? Like, I, I, I don't. I think you should do your b I like the idea of B-sides, right? But I think you've just got to be very, very smart and clever with how you do the marketing for it. Mm. And I think if you're going to do that, don't put your B-sides on Spotify. Put it onto like a like a compact disc or even put it onto fucking tape or get yourself some some vinyl and do a, like a numbered press of these amount of things. Yeah. Then when you do your live shows, 
only offer that at the live like, like the live shows. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, make yeah, it yeah. fucking really, really, really hard to get the hands on. Mm. So it becomes like an item so of course. The, when of you call scary. it a B side, you're already saying it's not as good. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ever say your product is not as good. Well, we had to be changed that because initially you're a car salesman, my friend. <laughs> Sell to these middle-aged women. This is a fucking Lamborghini. It is. Hence why we don't do B-sides. Yeah. Well, yeah, when we released Life Goes On as our first single and we had Local Birds, it, yeah. it was called the bonus track. Yeah. But then we were like, after a few months, we were like, fuck it, we'll take the bonus yeah. track off and just have it. Like, mm. the, I think the Beatles used to do double A-side. Yeah. Because they were like, no, this is this is still us and it's still a banger of a song. You know, you get tunes like, I swear, how, how soon is now was a B-side by the Smiths. Yeah. yeah, it was. And Leave Before the Lights Come On, which is one of my favourite Arctic Monkey songs, mm. was a B-side. Was that B-side? I'm pretty sure yeah. it was. Like, it was Baby oh, I'm Yours, wasn't that a B-side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours, like, yeah. Which one? Love that song. And Cover. The Bakery. I feel like the bakery, can't call that a B-side. It's so good. Mm. But... Uh, uh, I know, like, I know what you mean. No, but extra, it's like you're, you're yeah. a single and it's like, oh, yeah. here's something else for you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or even but if you even if you put like together like an album compilation of like idea songs that you don't, you you, you guys are like, I don't know if it's good. Or we don't we don't know. We're not like a hundred percent sold on these these ideas. And here's an album of it. You can only get it at our shows. And if people start coming back to you guys and being like, yeah, you know that song on that fucking that thing that you were selling the other day, S- number six. I love mm. it. That song, I, why don't you do that at the shows? What, what's the song? Uh, is it Sam's Town, The Killers? We hope you enjoy your stay. It's good to have you with us. It's only like 30, it's like 30 odd seconds. Mm. Enter the Tude or something, it's cool. Yeah, That's yeah. my favourite song on that album. Yeah. Fucking, it's nothing in there. More, more than Read My Mind. Yeah. Banger, mate. Big shot. Banger. But, but about the B-sides, like Jamie, I think Jamie T just re- like a few years ago released like a B-sides album or a mm. B-sides EP from mm. over the years. Mm. And there's a tune on that which is just fucking blown up for him. It's the one that you really like. The Jamie T tune. Oh, uh, fuck, Lightness of Being. Lightness of Being. Yeah. And that, like, you look at, you know when you, you go on someone's Spotify and it shows you their top five most streamed or something? That's in the top five of Jamie T. Mm. Oh, was that a B-side? It's a B-side, yeah. Oasis yeah. did it as well, didn't they? Oh, yeah, Oasis With, have the best uh, B-sides. Yeah. yeah, the master plan. Yeah. So yeah, yeah the I, think, I think the time's passed for that B-side sort of thing, but it's a good oh, idea what you know, said. Man. I just because think it takes light. Like what you said, you're devaluing it. You know what I mean? So then, so then when you put it out, everyone's like, oh, it's a B-side, it's a song. Well, yeah, because really it's, it's the thing of you're yeah, hearing it, but it's uh, it's still you, you're just doing something different. And or, you know what I mean, you're approaching something different. You listen to him like, oh, this is like the sort of shitter song. Yeah. That they're not really caring about as much. You want to have every song, but no, they really... Are any of you boys like technically proficient in like in, in recording yourselves? I mean, like, me and Craig play around at home a bit. With like logic, logic or Pro Tools? Yeah. Or? yeah. <laughs> like I wouldn't say we're... Not like into the nitty gritty. Well, no, we're not I can I can track some of it, but yeah. Yeah. mixing and mastering is just not my thing. Yeah. No one hears Dr. Dre at all. Mastering's the easiest part. Yeah, I heard that. I mean, I don't know yeah. much about the process, but I know that it's like just making it sound. The good name either. tells me different. No, seriously, it's been. Last I, I'll, I'll show you after. After oh. this, but, so um, you get worried though because you hear about people just sticking it into like a filter that does it for you. You yeah. know, you pay, you pay for a master, but you hear some people just lob it into like a well. There's, like there's, a, w- there's a well-known one basically uh, in Britain. Then he, 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 he's like the main mastering guy, and I won't say his name, but. He's got like a team of people who work for him, and if it's not good enough to get to his ears, that's what they do. They just turn can it I, up. Can I tell you what? Back. Like mastering is just compressing the fuck out of your record. Yeah, 
yeah. and so it can be played on, on so all sorts of yeah yeah, yeah. so mere mixing for yeah, it, it, it sounds like it's this thing that's hidden behind doors that no one really knows what it is mastering mm. but the, the what it's just compression I suppose that's why it's so much cheaper than mixing isn't it? yeah I mean, it doesn't it's not a massive not expense is it right, so really, it? we're just recording Perth we got a few different places few different all over the place yeah. Yeah. around yeah first time we recorded was um because obviously we were new to it like especially for like me shane and lloyd we haven't been in bands before so we recorded with a friend called ben who's in a band called king brown big shout out to king brown uh called B- bum chic or bum chick bum chic bum, bum chic studios yeah. so and that was a good experience for us yeah yeah it's cool um mm. and then forever and coming home we recorded with a good mate connor lawson who uh, records for Adrian Zuki. Mm. Plays um, with him as well. It's like an Afrobeat artist. Yeah, he plays with him I plays him too, yeah, he's doing yeah, really he well. Plays, yeah, actually, they're going on tour in a bit. Uh, mm. Connor won an award for doing one of their tunes. I think, yeah, Connor was like, I recognise that name. I recognise the name when yeah. you said his name. He's Connor Lawson. Awesome. Is he? Yeah, yeah. where's he? He's oh, oh, shit, I've met him. I've got his number in my phone. Connor. Adrian Zuki, Connor. Connor Lawson. That'd be mad if you were. I think he used to work at uh, Parstreet Studios. Blonde there. He wears glasses. He's not blonde. He's not blonde? No, he's not. He's brown hair. I don't fucking know. Like, what? Oh, no, not in this phone. It's an Australian phone. Like I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure I've met him. Do you get a photo Yeah, get a photo of nah, He's a good lad. And then... Um, Lonely Paradise with Andy Lawson, who records with... Oh, like, Death by Daniel Lawson. He's like one of the top ones in yeah. that regard. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. He's, he's the real deal, that guy. He's done all the stuff for like Eskimo Joe, Tired Line. Oh, okay, yeah. He's, he's got a wicked studio. Leicester, he? Yeah, no, he supports, yeah. he supports Tottenham. He's a Tottenham fan. I'm sure I've met him. Yeah, I'm sure I've met him. But yeah, he's, he's, done, he's done some good stuff for us, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's um, really, yeah, really loved how Coming yeah. Home came out, like the production. Yeah. Really happy What's that. the song where you say I shouldn't have went out last night? Life goes on. Life, Life goes, goes on. Oh, that, that was actually... That was in Ben's in Yeah, that was not intended at all. Like, that was just... Like, I literally, I think the night... Where did we go the night before? Because we, me and you went to you that. Went that. Went out. Is that. I think he's a Scouse DJ, Josh Butler. Yeah, well, fuck, it was just Butler. We, were all, yeah. we went into the studio then and we were all absolutely hanging. Like, we'd all been out, like, they were out together and, like, we were all out... I had to drive recording. like 40 minutes to get there as well, mm. hanging out on our ass. Yeah, I remember and Drew then, being like, oh, no one go out. I've got recording tomorrow morning. We all went out. And we all went out. We went back the next day to finish doing stuff. And then Ben was like, oh, yeah, I thought this was like, it was just the mic was on recording. And he oh, just turned to us and got like, fuck, I really shouldn't yeah. fucking. No, no one believes us. Oh, it when stuff like that gets in, you know? Yeah, so. We weren't. First, he was like, I've got something I'll show you. He's like, listen to this and we were like oh, first we were like oh fuck like, and then it was like hang on a minute there's a bit of a charm to it I, I, I think anyway yeah I like it it's funny yeah. it's funny it made me laugh cheers it made me laugh I like that I like putting things in like that you can relate you know what I mean relate. so I mean yeah it's relatable so are you doing any uh, recording while you're in Sydney tomorrow and oh, yeah, we are. don't go yeah, out yeah, tonight boys whatever you do now nah. we've said tonight's a, we're, we're gonna, 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 go, gonna go Bondi or something tonight we're gonna nah go. we're going Newtown for oh, this we're going Newtown now yeah. Have you guys tried that Indian kebab place? Oh my oh fucking days. Oh my god, that's the best. In pa- pa- Forget the Paddington. 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 Yeah. Paddington. Mate, Indian kebab, right? They get the fucking, they've got these different numbers of different types of ones you can get. And you've got your fucking naan breads. You can have your cheesy naan garlic or whatever. And then you got you pick your 
sauce, like butter chicken or whatever, and then, oh, mate. So and they smash up the one I have, you smashed up an onion yeah. bhaji in it. Yeah, so onion bhaji, butter chicken, it's the best thing I think I've ever fucking eaten. Have you, have you gone to Newtown for the feed? Yeah. Does a Turkish place right by a more theatre? quite cheap as well and fucking unreal like yeah, you're, you're feeling, unreal. Mate. i literally just I, I was in newtown about taste the turkey or something it's called it's fucking unreal hang on if you want if you boys want kebabs there's a place around the corner called what's up brothers which i think is hands down what's up right right now we're we're in bankstown this is this is little arabia yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. loads yeah. of good food around here then yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, is this Western Sydney? This, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. There was one we went to in the first night. We're here called Kebab Nook. Oh, mate, that <laughs> yeah, was that brilliant. Was a, it was, was that a, good. So, we got so you boys are here kebab. Then I'm <laughs> getting the feel. Yeah, we we fucking landed on Thursday, and by the time we got to the hotel, sorted everything out. We we're like, fuck, it's our first night. We have to go for a drink or something. Get a kebab in. We're on like Google Maps looking, and we found the Golden Sheaf. Mm. literally just up the road that was and then, oh, we just ended up getting absolutely and then we had that thing of there's no kebab shops around here we had to get in an Uber to go to the kebab shop it was so good it was, like, it was like this good random lad there so and he just came over to us and was like do you guys want a round of tequila and just bought us all round of tequila Fuck yeah. and then there was like three people in Sydney well. are nice yeah. Yeah. he was from Adelaide he was from Adelaide though yeah, oh. was the name <laughs> of this episode is the Deanies love a kebab <laughs> just decided Danny's love a dog. But it was that good. We got a picture behind the fucking like yeah, with the geezer behind. The, yeah, on the shoulders and shit. It was fucking. You so good, should man. do a video log of when you're on tour of you trying the kebabs in the different places. Yeah, you're that's yeah very that's good. good. Very good idea. Just shout, you know, we might start doing that. And call like, it, call it the Danny's love a kebab. Done. <laughs> Oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, every, yeah, every, time, every time we got a gig, we'll go out and get a kebab after we've got a rate out of 10. But like, the drunker you are as well, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just I love the sauce on this can. <laughs> no, I, it's a right saucy mince. I've never thought about it. Yeah. We, 50 cents for cheese? Take <laughs> like the piss. <laughs> that one in Margaret River, though, like, I'm just thinking about it now. We do free quick kebab shops more than that. But the one in Margaret River, there was like, literally, we finished a gig and we went to this kebab shop. You used to love a kebab, don't you? They weren't even, I didn't even get served. There was a rave going on in the kebab shop. It was like tight out, you could barely move in Some bloke walked in holding an e scooter, just going like Do me a favour, put the SpongeBob five minutes later. <laughs> and then the continue kebab talk, please. Thank you. What did you say? That was a fucking. Yeah. Whoa, Raven the kebab shop. I couldn't even get to the till. I did. I didn't end up eating. It's like whenever anyone was going up to the number, like it was all Aussie. They were all doing the like, oh, it was brilliant. You know, you know, making signs and everything. Man. Noisy people. You know, how you get them to be quiet. Sheesh kebab. <laughs> the jokes never stop at West Underground. <laughs> so, boys, as we start to wrap up. I just want to say, look, it was a happy chance accident meeting you. It was. Yeah, but I'm very happy I did. You're a good barman, you're a good singer, you're a good bloke, and you are all really, really sound lads. We appreciate and it. I hope massive success for you. I think it's going to happen. Thank you very much. So, something so different in this country. Yeah. It take, takes me back to being younger, when, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that Thanks, stuff man. we were all listening to. Yeah, no, I really appreciate you coming in, making this Thank journey. Thank you. We appreciate it a lot. The Deanies over kebab. You've made me yeah. feel exotic, all you guys being here. Like yeah. I feel. That's the first have you, have you been been I feel at home. Uh, no, I feel no, at no, home here no. right now. You should go, I'll have a kebab with you. <laughs> I ain't got no. nothing else yeah, to do. Okay. Yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Deanies. This has been Hamish. I've been Jack. God bless everybody for watching. We've been West Underground. Nice one. Nice see life. you next week. <laughs>